You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness here on the fan. Live from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. For all the old plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. See Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Dan Plucker, executive producer, Tim Allen, waiting in the wings, Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Post-game show driven by Great Lakes Dragaway down in Union Grove. As the Brewers and Phillies knotted up at zero, both teams with just one hit to this point in the bottom of the seventh inning. So this game is moving along rather quickly. And then uh, Rami Makhlouf will be in. The Rami show will be in uh, following uh, Tim's post-game show, providing this game gets done early now. This game drags on forever with uh, extra innings and so forth, and we'll see how this whole thing plays out. So that's where we are uh, with the Brewers and Phillies. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers and so forth. James Jones uh, was on earlier today uh, on the NFL Network, which we just said at the end of the big show, and we'll play some of that back tomorrow, some of this back tomorrow on the big show, and we're trying to get James Jones on. Uh, but talking about Aaron Rodgers, this is what James Jones had to say. One the organization side of it comes into place and you talk about, you know, him and the GM and the head coach working together. I think it's fixable. I think they'll be able to get that stuff done, but I think that's what it's about. It's not about getting the GM fired. It's not about new contract. It's all about making sure that you putting the team in the best situation to win some championships. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> Do not believe you, James Jones. If that's all it was, we would not be in this situation. If all this was about was, hey, man, sign me a wide receiver free agent. Hey, dude, I want a different tight end. Hey, dude, I want a new right tackle. Whatever it is. If all this was about was, I want more talent. I can't win with what I've got. Y'all been screwing me for years. I don't have enough talent. If that's what this was, look here. Restructure your deal. You tell me who you want me to sign, and I'll sign them. Case closed. We're done. Let's move forward. Done. Problem solved. You want a receiver in the draft? No problem. I'll move up and go get you a receiver in the draft. Who do you, Who would you like, Aaron? We'll do that for you. If that's what this was all about, and we've gotten to this point because Goody and the Packers are saying, nah, 
we're not going to help you. Then they're nuts. Then <laughs> They've absolutely lost their mind. If that's what this is. That's, I, I don't No. I mean, it's nice spin. God bless James Jones. It's nice. It's nice spin. I, I don't. I don't believe that for a, a convicting second. I really don't. There is no way that we are talking about Rodgers refusing to play in Green Bay because all he supposedly wants is for them to get better players. And that's what this is? No. Uh-uh. Oh, sorry. Not buying it. You can go sell that somewhere else. I'm sure some Packer fan will buy that. I'm not on board with this one at all. I'm willing to listen to all the other Spinner Rooney out there. I'm trying to make him look better. And that's fine. Like, you're his friend, teammate, right? Fine. Good. Go ahead. You're going to tell me that the only reason this isn't done or why he's mad is because he wants more talent. He wants to win championships. Stop. If you if they went, like I said, if they went, him and his agent, went to the Packers and said, look, you want me to restructure? Tell you what. I'll restructure if you can guarantee me this player is going to sign. You tell me that, then I'm in. Brewers now losing one nothing. A Philadelphia solo home run now down one nothing in the bottom of the seventh. Alec Bone, uh, Bone, is that how you say his name? I don't have the TV on. I think that's it. Hold on a second here. Well, go ahead. What is it? Alec Bomb. 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 Like bomb. home run bomb. Yeah, he hit a bomb. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so one nothing now Philly off of Woodruff on his 100th pitch of the game. Uh, for Brandon Woodruff, by the way. But going back to the same with James Jones. If him and his agent went to Goody, went to Murphy, and said, looky here, we'll restructure if you bring in Golden Tate. We'll restructure if you bring in Richard Sherman. If that's what this was, and the Packers said, nah, we're good. And now he don't want to be in Green Bay anymore? I guess, fine. I mean, I guess I kind of understand it. It makes no sense to me from the Packer angle why you wouldn't just get the guy that he wants because neither one of those guys are going to cost a lot of money. He's not asking you to sign some guy to a five-year, you know, $100 million deal here. That's not what was out there in free agency to begin with. You didn't see these gigantic, outside of Kenny Galladay, there weren't these gigantic deals to begin with at wide receiver. So that deal should have been, that should have been done. What makes more sense is what the media is reporting, which is they went to the restructure, he wanted the extension, they said no, and then he decided he was done. And everything that played out. Garoppolo, NFL Network, yesterday said he was telling free agents last fall before the season even started. Hey man, I could probably be here after this year, so just so you know. Did he tell J.J. Watt that and all that other stuff? Don't know. But that was another report. And now you're going to tell me, James Jones, that you think that this is just about him wanting better players. Come on. No way. No chance. No chance. Zero. Got to come up with something better than that to convince me that everything that's being reported is wrong and you think that's what this is. Nonsense. And again, this is plain Packer fans for fools thinking they're going to buy every little thing you say because, you know, you're James Jones. I, I just, ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. There's just, again, convince me. And if you're listening, you convince me how that makes sense to you. 414-799-1250. You tell me, how does that make sense as to how we got to the point of him not wanting to be here? 
You want to talk about, and Jones says, oh, it's fixable. Well, sure, it's fixable if Rodgers wants it to be fixable. If he wanted Richard Sherman, they would have got him Richard Sherman one-year deal. If he wanted Golden Tate, they would have got him Golden Tate, both of whom are still out there, by the way. That all could have been done with a simple restructure. Could have got you both, depending on how you restructured your deal. So I don't think I'm necessarily there on that one. Sorry. Again, come up with something better. Then I'll listen. But that that's, that's no. You want to say you're bitter about cutting role-player guys that I don't think is even in the league anymore, Kumaral. If, if that's what you're going to be bitter about, and that's what this is all about, I can't, whatever. Yeah, we can apologize as an organization. We're sorry, Aaron, that we didn't check with you first before we cut your guy. Okay. You know what made that even worse was he was on the radio talking about Kumarosa's guy, and the next day they cut him. Right, it made him look like a fool. I'm sure that was that was that played into the ego thing too. But either way, I mean, if you're going to get so bitter and bent out of shape about that, or about the quarterback coach, another one, right? Fine, no big deal. Now that that I can understand, right? That goes along with the Rogers mantra of how this dude, how this dude's in his feelings half the time. So. That I kind of get. Th- this other thing here from James Jones today. Mm-mm. Nope. Sell to somebody else. All right. So I, th- that's not going to be the topic today. But I wanted to play that because I just came out a little bit earlier today and wanted to get that out there. And I'm, if we get James Jones on tomorrow, I'm going to say the same thing. Like, I, I don't buy it. I mean, I, I'm glad you're saying this. But if it was as simple as that, th- this could have been fixed in one phone call and would have been done. I mean, unless you're saying that they're refusing to add more talent to this team, unless that's the unless that's the angle you're taking, I don't buy it. I'm just I'm not not gonna believe it, not gonna buy it, not happening. All right. So through this whole thing, Aaron Rodgers has not talked. Right? Everybody else is doing the talking for him. James Jones is doing the talking for him. John Kuhn is doing the talking for him. He's got all of his guys in the media, doing his talking. You got former players all over the place, Packer players, all talking. And that's fine. Then you have people associated with Rodgers talking to people in the media. You have people in the organization for the Packers talking to the media. You have people associated with people in the organization talking to the media. So everybody's got thoughts on this. Everybody's got opinions. Everybody's got something to say. We have not heard from Aaron Rodgers through this entire thing. I want to know from you a nice, simple question. Why do you think he hasn't talked yet? Why do you think Aaron Rodgers has not talked to the media yet? You don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. So we're just kind of kind of figuring it out on our own here, maybe talking through it, and maybe we can figure it out together. Why do you think he hasn't talked? T.J. Lang said it the other day. We played that yesterday here on Sparky's Midday Madness, and we had the interview on the big show. We played it earlier today on the big show. It's that, hey, a little bit concerning here that he hasn't come out and squashed this stuff. That's a little bit concerning. Why do you think Aaron Rodgers hasn't spoke publicly yet about this whole situation. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan, you and me, 
on a Thursday. Welcome back. Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM. The fan, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Coming up, uh, we'll have the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post-game show driven by Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Once this Brewers game is done, the Brewers and Phillies were tied at zero. Both teams having just given up one hit. That was until the Phillies hit a solo homer in the bottom of the seventh to now put the Phillies up one nothing. Brandon Woodruff's 100th pitch was how they the pitch number that got hit out to that point. Nobody had thrown 100 pitches for the Brewers to this point. Uh, then they pulled him out. Perdomo came in, got the last out. So still one nothing Phillies, top of eight. Uh, Travis Shaw up to bat. So Tim Allen will be in here immediately following that game. And then once Tim is done, uh, Rami Makhlouf will be in here with the Rami show uh, coming up uh, as well. So stay tuned for all of that fun stuff here on 1250 AM. The fan simply asking you now, why do you think Aaron Rodgers isn't talking? Why do you think Rodgers isn't talking uh, at this point? And I, I think it's a, I think it's a fair question at this point because I think everybody thought he would be talking uh, already. I, I don't think anybody thought when this whole thing started on Thursday uh, with Adam Schefter, who again, it is simply amazing. If you haven't heard the Adam Schefter uh, audio, I'll play it back for you here momentarily. But when this all started with Schefter on Thursday, I think if you would have asked people, if you would have asked me, Gary, Leroy, probably Plucker, other side of the glass, that do you think Aaron will talk within the, the next week? I think we all would have said, I would imagine so. You would think he'd talk. Now we're a week later, still nothing out of Aaron Rodgers. So why do you think he isn't talking? 414-799-1250. If you didn't hear what Adam Schefter said earlier on the Dan Patrick Show, this is how it went down as far as how this news got broke on draft day uh, one week ago. It was just about a week ago, a couple hours from now, where Adam Schefter came on Center and said basically that Aaron Rodgers wanted out of Green Bay. Uh, walk me through that. Did you get a phone call or text? You know, Dan, the funny part about it is that I've heard people say, oh, Aaron Rodgers wanted that out before the draft. Mm -hmm. I can assure you Aaron Rodgers did not want that out before the draft. I've had people say the Green Bay Packers planted that. It was a very pro-Packers story. I can assure you the Green Bay Packers didn't plant that. When people guess at where stories come from, more often than not, they're usually wrong. And in this case, they're wrong. This was an accumulation all during the offseason of just listening to people talk and observing. And if we go back to the NFC championship game that the Green Bay Packers lost at home, did we not hear Aaron Rodgers after that game talk about his level of unhappiness, if you will, uncertainty for the future? Just go back and listen to that press conference. And it sounds almost like he's saying goodbye to Green Bay. And so your antenna's up. And I'm just telling you throughout the course of the offseason, there was rarely a week that went by where I didn't hear something about Aaron Rodgers. And on draft day, there's a report that morning from Paul Allen out in Minneapolis that the 49ers made a draft offer, which they didn't make an offer. They never made an offer. And other people are saying that the 49ers called. And I said, how long till it gets out that Aaron Rodgers wants out of green? Is it next week? Is it next when he doesn't show to the OTAs? Is it next month when he isn't? It's going to come out. What does it matter if it comes out now or next week or next month? And so. So you chose to break the news on draft day. That is actually, that is absolutely accurate. Correct. 
But it wasn't something that you got information about. No. Oh, okay. Okay. No, and it was nothing that morning that came in. That okay. All of a sudden said to me, yeah, he wants out. You should report this. Like, it, it was going on all off season. You just keep hearing it. And there, there was more and more talk. And now there's starting to be Aaron Rodgers talking. I said, you know what? This isn't going to wait much longer. Let's just go. And it just happened to be drafted. Because I wondered when you said it didn't come from Rodgers, didn't come from the Packers, and it's being characterized differently. I was wondering, okay, you're not going to tell me your source. You know, what was the motive Dan, behind Dan, that? Yeah. Dan, there's not a source. No, no, I know, but I know that now, but we're just finding this out right now. This well, is- I said this. I said it on NFL Live. I said it on my podcast. I said it. You know, I mean, I don't know. People want to believe whatever they want to believe. It was just an accumulation of information throughout the course of the entire offseason. I got to tell you, this, that's the second time I've heard that now, right? Because we played it on the big show. He sounds angry. Doesn't he sound a little angry to you? I mean, Schefter sounds like he's mad that people don't understand that, duh, everybody knew this was a story. It was just a matter of when it was going to come out, and I wanted to be the one to have it come out. I mean, he really sounds like... Um, offended that that people are you know talking about where did the story come from Rodgers or did it come from uh, did it come from the Packers organization and why would one or the other want this to come out on draft day and he's offended by this here I got some news for you not everybody knows what you know that's quite simple right sometimes you see stuff in the media and you're like oh okay then we talk about it on Sports Talk Radio, and then you have average fan that says, ah, oh, they're just trying to have stir up crap on, on the big show. Ah, they're just stirring up crap on the fan. Eh, that's not real. Don't believe any of that stuff. I, I'm a Rodgers guy. No, don't be stirring crap up for no reason. Right? So you hear that stuff. That's eh, fine. No matter what it is we talk about, you can we could talk about the sun being out today and some of you think we're trying to stir crap up over here. So that's fine. But Schefter is also represented by the same agency as Aaron Rodgers. If you don't believe me, here's Andrew Brandt. At some point, we, all of us, are going to hear from Aaron. I mean, I think, I think that's where we are. If he says he's going to retire, okay. What are the Packers going to do with that information? If he says, I'm talking to the Packers, we're trying to work it out, okay. That's positive for the Packers. If he says trade me, well, there you go. You know, no one has said anything uh, that is direct as hearing from him. Now, he's got a lot of people around him. He's got the agents from the football side, what they've done. He's got agents on the management side from CAA. CAA represents Schefter. You know, there's a lot going on with these forces around him. All right, so once he drops that nugget yesterday, Brand, about Schefter uh, being the same agency as Aaron Rodgers, that leads you down the pathway of okay. So one team, one dream, right? So that, that everybody's kind of get together on this deal. Fine. But that still doesn't answer the question why Rodgers hasn't talked in a week. Why do you think he hasn't talked in a week? 414-799-1250. Uh, let's go to Beth in Waukesha. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. What's going on, Beth? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Um, I'm just listening because I'm working out in Racine right now, and I am so upset about this 
Schefter. Just don't swear. Whatever you do, don't swear. I'm I'm not going to swear. Thank you. Uh, Schefter thinking that he's got the right to spread a, a story that's not even coming from Rogers or the Packers. Well, I think it could be coming from a lot of different angles. As he said, it was accumulation of everything he's received from the course of the entire offseason, from January through April. I understand that, but it's still not coming from the source. But you don't know that because Rodgers is represented by the same agency as Adam Schefter is. That's that's true. Right, so, so Schefter that's the thing. said he didn't get it from a source. No, he said he didn't have a source that day. He's saying nobody texted him that morning and said, hey, Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. That's what he's saying. He's saying he had, he'd had he been sitting on this the whole time. He heard Paul Allen on KFAN say that there was a parent offer made to the Packers uh, from the Niners. And once Schefter heard that, he said, well, that's not true. That's just that's blatantly false. But then he realized that, listen, if Paul Allen in Minnesota is starting to hear things, that means other people know it too, and I'm not getting scooped, so I'm going to put it out there before anybody else does. And he put it out there. The problem is, as he put it, who cares if it's today? Who cares if it's next Uh week or next month? But you screw over every kid drafted by the Packers. There's no shine on any of those kids. And you pretty much hijack the biggest day outside of the Super Bowl the NFL has. Absolutely. And that's what happened. It was just a it was a, a completely selfish move uh, by Adam Schefter. Thanks for the call. And he's going to get heat on this. Like, hey, if you're angry now, Adam, you just wait till Packer fans get a hold of you because you haven't seen angry. Because now that they know how this all played, see, for so long you've had fans say, ah, they knew exactly what they were doing when they dropped that story, and you hear athletes go. They had it and sat on it to this very moment on purpose. And I, being very ignorant, have always defended said insiders and said, no, 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 no. They go with it when they have it. You know, when they get that second source, they go. They're not sitting on stories and then, you know, strategically dropping it at certain points. Clearly, I was very, very ignorant on that fact, as said by Adam Schefter today on Dan Patrick. So, Clearly, I was ignorant. So, it appears that maybe this does happen. And the other thing we don't know that Patrick really never got into there was, how much does ESPN push you to go chase something? Or do you get to chase whatever you want to chase? Whatever the case may be. How much does ESPN, when you tell them you got something, say, hold on to that, Adam, until after the draft, and then we'll go with it? Or, oh, yeah, that's great. We got to go with it right now. Let's go. Or does Schefter get to call in to the producer of Sports Center or whatever and say, hey, I got something, put me on. This is what it is. And he doesn't get filtered through anybody. Just gets to go whenever he wants to go. Those are some of the questions I'd like answered as well. Because I don't know. I've never worked at ESPN in Bristol. I have no idea how the whole thing works. Same with Ian Rappaport and NFL Network. You know, how does that whole process work? Brian in Brookfield, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Why do you think Aaron Rodgers hasn't talked to this point? Um, you know, it, he doesn't want to come out and say, well, you know, we're working on it. And, you know, he doesn't want to say like, well, you know, there's no news. You know, what do you want me to say? Right. You know, I think he's preparing his, you know, farewell speech and how to word it exactly. Because, you know, you look at the injuries, you look at, you know, how close they are, but they're not, they're not even getting to the Super Bowl, much less winning. And, you know, he's just got engaged. He's going to get married. He's going to be a father, you know, all of his injuries. 
he can go to jeopardy for 35 days out of the year. And, you know, what does he care about football anymore? Because he already had, you know, what, one or two big contracts. So, you know, being a father and a, you know, father and a husband myself, like, you know, you got to think about the future and, you know, throwing your body to the wolves, you know, for, for money that, you know, would do permanent damage to you. Like that you don't even know, you know, what the future holds. So I don't know. So you think he's preparing the farewell speech to say goodbye to everybody. That's what you think this is all about. All well, right. I mean, he, he wants to go to California. We, we all knew this. he bought a house with, uh, you know, Danica Patrick. Right. And I don't know what happened with that, but like, you know, we all know he wants to be in California, but now it's all, you know, booked up with, you know, everybody. And the teams the, the, want for, you know, San Fran and right, the know, teams, else out there. Right. The teams that are on his list, all West Coast, Denver, LA, San Francisco, all West but Coast Denver's teams. Too far away from California. What is he going to do? Take a, you know, a helicopter or a plane to Denver? Like, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe he likes to go to Denver to vacation or something. I have no idea oh, why man. he why he would pick the Broncos other than he knows that GM will push chips in to try and win Super Bowls. He got Manning to two, you know, and yeah, I'm, I he mean, very well may be looking at that going, I know he's going to go for it if I'm there. And he's got a track record of going for it. The well, Vegas lost, one, I don't understand at all, to be honest. But Well, yeah, and we lost Lindsley and, you know, Kumaro, you know, whatever, and, you know, it's just, the you know, Kumaro defense, thing. But... He needs to stop with the Kumaro thing. Like, I get your friends with the dude. Kumaro wasn't a starting wide receiver in the NFL. He just wasn't. And he was a role player. Like, he would be a role player on an NBA team. And I get that oh, you're hurt that you're one of your friends got traded. But better than, you know, uh, MVS and all that? I don't know. I think somebody said, like, well, he caught a lot of balls, but. He no. wasn't the best route runner. Yeah, I would oh. take I would, I would take those guys over him. Thanks for the call. I, I, again. I understand that you know you want your guy, right? You want your safety blanket. And this is the same type of stuff that happened to Brett. The same stuff. Where Brett gets older and he's literally around the locker room, he's got a bunch of young dudes. So they bring in senior citizen Doug Peterson to be his hunting buddy and to hang out with him and be that other guy in the locker room. Doug Peterson wasn't going to play, but he was a backup quarterback going there and do that. I remember talking to Don Mikowski, with Gary and Leroy, and Mikowski said, man, if I would have known how that was going to play, I could have just sat there and held the clipboard for a million dollars a year or whatever and been in the league for 10, 12 years. Pretty much. Whoever was behind him wasn't playing. Obviously, you didn't know if he'd ever get hurt or whatever, but looking back at it, that's kind of what it was. But they got Doug Peterson for Brett. So now to tell me that they won't go get him somebody to roll with, I don't believe that to be true. And secondly, we know he still has his guys. Bakhtiari is one of his guys. He's still got guys that, you know, he can do things with or whatever the case may be. This whole adding talent thing with James Jones, it's just, I I, I know I, I ranted about it earlier, but it, it's just, it's getting under my craw because I, I understand your guys are going to do what they have to do. But word of advice, if you're going to send John Kuhn out and A.J. Hawk and James Jones, have a plan as far as what everybody is saying. So everybody is saying the same thing. So it's a united front. It's the same message. Have everybody on board with, all right, guys, this is what we want in the media. Please push this message. If that's what if that's what we're going to do, then be together on this. Make sure everybody's saying the same thing. There's no differing of opinions on anything. Yeah, I talked to Aaron, and this is kind of what it is. If you yourself don't want to talk, 
I think, personally, it's a huge, huge mistake that he's not talking to the media. I'll tell you why that is coming up next. But first, let me tell you about my friends over at Young Express. Coming to talk about so much is continuing to grow. Would you like to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company? A company that's been in business for over 30 years. How about a company that's been listed on Inc. Magazine as one of America's fastest-growing companies seven out of eight years? Well, Young Express, they're currently looking at their sales department and you, the person maybe they're looking for. This is what they're looking for. Now, first thing I'm going to say is the most important thing that Young Express is looking for is outside sales experience in the transportation industry is required. That's first and most important. If you have that, this is also what they want. High degree of integrity, energetic, friendly personality, willing to prospect new businesses via phone, email, and social selling, reliable transportation, willingness to travel within an assigned territory, closing and follow-up skills are a must. Now, if all of that works and they bring you in, this is what you get. Brewers now down 2 nothing to Philly. Verdomo just gave up a run. Runners on second and third now uh, with two outs. Tim Allen will be on once that game is done. Uh, you get a 40-hour work week from Young Express. Salary plus commissions, bonuses, and contests. You get 401k with up to 3% company match and profit sharing. Expense account with generous mileage uh, reimbursement to go along with it and cell phone, tablet, and all sales and promotion materials provided to you by Young Express. Email your resume to John Young today, jyoung at youngexpress.com or apply at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success drives them. Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM. The Fan. See Sparky Fiber with you live from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. Why do you think Aaron Rodgers isn't talking? Why isn't he going public? He's got all of his minions out there doing his work for him, but why isn't he doing the work? Let's go to Sonny in Brookfield. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Sonny? Hey, Sparky. The reason he's not talking is if he opens his mouth, there's a concrete position that he owns. Correct. And number two, I think Goody drafted love because he had a suspicion potentially that Rodgers might pull something like this. I think he drafted love because the previous year, Aaron Rodgers didn't look like Aaron Rodgers and he thought the end was near considering Rodgers age. He didn't expect Aaron Rodgers to look like an MVP the following year. That's the problem. At the end of the day, it was, it it was insurance. Right. And and that's just him doing his job. So how can you blame this guy for doing his job? And, and Aaron, you know, he's a very calculating guy. Nothing happens by accident. Exactly. Yep. No, I totally agree with you. And, and see, that's the thing. And that's why I want him to talk, which is the reason why you don't want him to talk at this point. The reason why I want him to talk at this point is because he needs to put something out there concrete. He needs to take his position and put it out there. And like I said on the big show, this does not have to be a radio interview with anybody or a TV interview with anybody. None of that. You have a girl hold the phone, do an Instagram video or a Twitter video, whatever, and put it up. Two, three minutes. Here's my statement. This is what's going on. I know what's going on. I know what everybody has been saying. This is the truth of the matter. These are my feelings on the situation. That's that. Done. No follow-up questions, nothing like that. Here's the video, go. You can play it on SportsCenter. You can play it on your radio stations all over the country. All your TV stations can play the video. 
This is what I got to say. And then you don't have to worry about anything, right? You don't got to worry about a tough follow-up question that you don't want to answer. You don't got to worry about any of that stuff. Two or three minutes and be done with it. Because right now, everybody else is controlling the narrative right now, but him. Everybody else is controlling the narrative, but the guy who the narrative is about. He has to change that. He's the only one that has the ability to change that. That's why I think it's a must that here shortly, he has to come out and address this. Like I said, it doesn't have to be with a radio interview or TV interview or anything of the sort. He can do it himself, put it out there, and then go back to being in the hole or whatever, wherever he is and trying to be out of the, the spotlight a little bit here. I bet you he won't be out at another big public event like the Kentucky Derby anytime soon. Dwayne in Oak Creek, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Dwayne? Hi, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, the grass ain't greener on the other side. You know, he's got a number one right wide receiver. He's got yep. an excellent running back. He's yep. got a top-notch tight end. He's got one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Just be quiet. Be thankful that you got the team that you got around you. You were one, one big play away from the Super Bowl last year. And move on. Try and go out there and win it the next couple of years. And that's all I got to say. Thank you. All right. Thanks for the call. Yeah. And again, I think there are fans that probably agree with you. Shut up and go play. You're under contract. But it's just not going to be that simple, y'all. It's just not. And the fact that he's got Brett in his back pocket, that also is going to stir it up a little bit. They've had numerous conversations over the course of the last year since this whole thing happened. I promise you. Brett's been through it. Brett got himself out of Green Bay, eventually got himself to where he wanted to go. And now this whole retirement angle, which, to be quite frank with you, is driving me absolutely bonkers. This whole thing of, well, if he retires and then changes his mind and comes back, that's better than doing what he's doing now. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't, how does that better? I think it's worse. If he says, I retire, and it's over, and then Jordan Love gets into training camp and plays a couple preseason games and looks good, and then he comes rolling back in and says, ah, I changed my mind, I want to play. And then the Packers go, nah, we're good with Jordan Love. We're going to trade you. I, I don't. Now you're really going to be compared to Brett Favre. If you don't want to be compared to Brett, if you're Aaron Rodgers, if that's what you're wanting to avoid, then there is no reason why you would even consider retirement. Don't don't even tell me about, oh, Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, Jeopardy. Stop. You yourself, Aaron, have talked about, I can tape Jeopardy, a whole season of Jeopardy in like two months. This doesn't have to interfere. I can do that in an off season. I don't have to take me six to eight months to tape a, a season of Jeopardy. There's no need to have all that. So that's that's not it either. You're going to pull a power play and say, well, I'm going to retire if you don't. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. From a Packer perspective, I don't want him to retire. I want to trade him. I don't want him to retire if I'm Goody. No. Because if if he retires, you get nothing. You have a chance to get a boatload of picks and whatever else you want. This will be a historic type of haul for the Green Bay Packers if they were to trade Rodgers. A historic type of haul with the number of picks you're going to get. Monstrous. Now, you can't screw it up, though. I mean, you get all these picks, and we fast forward three years, and you stink. 
then you're really going to be the screw-ups of the league. Without question. There will be a ton of pressure on Goody Kunst and Murphy and Russ Ball and LaFleur if and when they trade Rodgers if they don't turn it into something. Something doesn't have to be a Super Bowl, but something has to be playoffs every year. Not maybe every year. Three of every four years. Something has to be winning division titles, competing for division titles. It's got to be there. If they get all these draft picks and the Packers go 4-12 and for the next three years, oh boy. Oh boy. And then Rodgers wins a Super Bowl? Yeah. Then they're the laughing stock of the league and everybody makes fun of them. No question. And at that point, they'll deserve to be that. You can't waste draft capital when you get it. Look at the Miami Dolphins and the trade they pulled off with the Texans for Tunsil. They have taken great care of those draft picks and used them wisely. And now they went from the laughing stock of the league to now a playoff team, it looks like, year to year. We'll see what Tua does as quarterback, but that's kind of how this whole thing is shaping up. That is what the Green Bay Packers will have to do if they get put into that same situation. They're going to have to execute with the draft capital that they get, without question. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. Brewers losing to the Phillies, 2-0, top of the ninth, two runners on, one out, and uh, Colton Wong at the plate for the Brewers. So if this thing ends sometime soon, Tim Allen will be in the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Welcome in Sparky's Midday Madness. Brewers down in their last out. I got the tie and run on first. First and second. Wheeler for the Phillies. 117 pitches. They got two guys up in the pen. They look ready to me. And uh, Wheeler wants to stay in. So here we go. Two outs. And Vogelbach coming up to the plate for your Milwaukee Brewers who are trying Trying not to have their losing streak go to five games. What Woodruff's fault? I'll tell you that much. It was not Woodruff's fault. He pitched a great game. And uh, there you go. Vogelbach fouls out to first base. And that does it uh, for this Brewers game. Brewers end up losing this game uh, and lose two to nothing to the Milwaukee Brewers. And without any further delay, let's get to the franchise. Tim Allen. Toodles. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey.